Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Now, I am going to pass the mic to Amanda. Amanda, I want you to introduce yourself because I think this morning's session is going to be a lot of fun, but if people don't know who you are, I need to make that introduction because I think it's absolutely key to what we're going to do here. 
You got it, my brother. So first of all, Merry Christmas Eve Eve to everybody. Uh, I hope you all are feeling festive and getting ready for the weekend. I'm Amanda Dahl. I'm in Tampa Bay, Florida. I own a coaching and consulting company in the real estate space. I've been in real estate for almost seven years. Uh, and before launching my company in September of this year, I spent six and a half years building a real estate team from the ground up. We went from two people to 20 people and about eight and a half million to just over 120 million in uh, production. So that's where my space is, the building of the business, the breaking systems, the implementation. If you've ever read the book Rocket Fuel, I was the integrator for six and a half years. So now I've taken all that experience and I now coach and consult agents on how to build their businesses, um, higher leverage, create a really great environment for their individuals and make really great money. That's absolutely epic. And it's funny because me and Amanda have never actually met yet. People call us brother and sister quite often because we're, we're pretty much there in terms of relationships. Um, and I think she's the perfect integrator. And I'm more of an example of the other person in Rocket Fuel who would be called the visionary, not to pat myself on the back. It actually comes with a huge asterisk that I'm a crazy person that will come up with a hundred ideas, throw them against the wall and then see which two stick. So I need people like Amanda to really break it down and make it systematic. It's like the X-Men, right? You got different people with different superpowers. And today I'm actually going to kick off something that I started doing because of Amanda last year. And it has changed the culture at Prime in a huge way. Now, flash your mics if you think culture has an impact on your organization or your business above money. Because to me, I don't think, you know, money is even a conversation in the absence of value. So I see all those mics flashing. What we're going to do today is we're going to do the huddle that Amanda taught me to do. And the way that I built it out was very, very simple. So I'm going to give you guys a little task right now before we start tossing the mic, because we are going to call on you. The stage is for speaking, not for squatting. So make sure that you're ready. And we're going to talk about three things. We're going to talk about what are you grateful for? So one thing, what are you working on? and any challenges that you have. And the caveat is you can't say, oh, I don't have any challenges today because you do. I promise you, you just don't want to look at them, right? So what we'll do is we'll kick it off and we'll go through, you know, what I'm working on, what Amanda's working on, our gratefulness and our challenges. And what we'll do is we'll round table it. I think there's some intelligent people here as well. It doesn't mean that we have all the answers, but I think as a collective, it'll be fun to round table it. So Amanda, before we jump into it, why do you think the huddle is so important in terms of maintaining culture and community? You know, that's such a great question. And we, let's see, I started uh, in real estate in 2015. So that's when we started building the team. And, um, you know, back then it was us in a small office. We did have an office we reported to every day. And yet um, we saw a need because of the crazy schedule of a realtor, right? Depending on who you're working with and where in town you're working with them, we didn't always see each other every single day. And what we found very quickly was the principles that we literally um, operated on every single day were getting lost. They were getting lost because not everybody was showing up every day and not we weren't able to communicate with one another every single day. And so we saw a need for this. So one time a day where we could all collectively come together, get on the same page. And honestly, it did more than what we even intended it to do in the beginning. It gave us first and foremost, a reason to get up for any of you that are in the real estate space or heck the entrepreneurial space. Maybe you have a home office or, you know, you work remotely or something, you know how that can be. It's like you wake up and if you don't continue your routine, 
just to walk into the next room and sit down at your desk, you can get lost sometimes. You can stay in bed a little longer. You may not do your workout you were supposed to do. And so it just gave everyone a time to get up in the morning so that you had somewhere to be um, and to check in with one another. And I'll tell you, I'm so glad we did it when we started doing it because when we went through the pandemic in 2020 and we could not see each other, this was literally the saving grace for us. It brought us all together. It got our headspace right. It was a check-in with one another. And then that was the thing that kind of prompted us to then go into our schedules throughout the day. Critical. And I can tell you the other thing, just from a leadership perspective, if anybody's gonna implement this in their own organization, you learn a lot about people. The challenges question, because we had to implement that rule that you have to come with the challenge, it's amazing to see people be vulnerable. The more you do this, the more people realize that you know you can share and the more that I share about all kinds of things. Like I, I would share issues that I have from a physical or a health perspective or maybe client issues. And as you round table it, you notice that a lot of the challenges and patterns that we have, we share. We are more alike than we are different. We are, you know, uniquely made in our own right but again we're all human beings and we're all fallible so let's get right into it and what i'll do is i'll lead it off just so that we can get a framework for what it is so the three things write this down what you're grateful for what you're working on and any challenges just one of each we'll keep it super super simple so today i was really thinking about what i was grateful for when i was going through my morning prayer and what i'm grateful for is i like my job which is a weird thing to say but you know, we're in the middle of the holidays and I mean, I am planning, I'm working, we're talking shop, we're living, we're laughing and it doesn't really feel like work. And I, the more I think about it, the more I want to work with people that I would work for for free. I want to be in a position obviously where I get compensated for what I do and I want to be compensated well, but the way that I get there is truly by focusing on the people that I would work for for free. And then realizing who is for me and who is not for me and framing that reference. So I'm very, very grateful for that. What I'm working on today is really thinking about how I can provide a better virtual environment. So as my organization expands, we do a lot of things with, you know, one-on-ones and huddles and, and phone calls and clubhouse has been absolutely amazing. We incorporate it for a lot of trainings, but I'm really thinking about what do the people want not what do i want to provide but like what would make a cohesive virtual environment so i'm going to have you maybe give me a little bit of feedback on that amanda um, and i guess my challenge is there's only 24 hours in a day i think that's one of my biggest challenges is you know really compartmentalizing my priorities and keeping the, the main ones at the top and not getting bogged down so I'll throw it back to you, Amanda, and then we can do the same segment with you and go through anybody else. Um, Amanda, how would you maybe guide me in terms of building a virtual environment that is something that people want and then not getting bogged down in priority? Yeah, so I absolutely, and I love you because you're so practical and tactical. This is why we work so well together. And I love that you are very structured. I mean, you, like you are someone that time blocks. I thought I was the time blocking queen. And then I, I, I listen to you and the way that you structure your days and the thought that you put into it. And I just, I think you're incredible for that. Here's what I would ask you though, because it's sometimes it's so easy to go, okay, these are the things on my calendar. And if I get everything on my calendar done, then I know I've won for the day. And if I don't, well, then I know that I have things that I have to carry over to tomorrow. And what I would say is in your blocking of time, in the thing, the priorities that you have to do, you know, 
someone said this to me probably, I don't know, a week or two ago. And I was like, yes, they said, I'm not going to prioritize my schedule. I'm going to schedule my priorities. And I absolutely love that. You know, think about it that way, scheduling my priorities, not prioritizing what my schedule is. And so I would ask you with all of the things you know that you have to do, what would be a win if you couldn't accomplish everything that was on that calendar? What would be your minimum win where you could go, you know what, today I won the day, even if all those things didn't get done? What would that look like for you? Two things. So Udelka said that the other day, and I love that. It's Udelka, so yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. I think writing that down in your calendar, like I, I just write down six major things I have to do, like the house is burning down, this has to get done, that goes in the calendar. But to answer your other question, David Hill brought it up the other day, and it's, it's based off the book, The One Thing. What's the one thing that you could do that would make everything else in your life easier? It's, it's YouTube. I, I'm telling you, like I see it, it's happening, and it's YouTube all day long, right? So making sure that that rock is being moved every single day would be the most critical thing for all of my businesses. And that's it. So then YouTube is going to be your focus and, and you are going to get YouTube done so that you win the day. And hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. And the things that come after that, great. And if you don't get them done today, remember on your calendar, when we erase, we must replace. And that's replace it somewhere else on the calendar. It doesn't go away. We don't not do it. Yet life shows up. And I think so often people don't plan for that. They've got this entire schedule and it's totally color coded and it's, you know, it's got everything has extensive details in it and they think it's so beautiful. And then when it doesn't get done, we don't stop to ask ourselves, well, what was maybe the one thing that I could do such that everything else become either easy or unnecessary? Or what was the one thing I needed to get done to make it feel like a win? And we focus on the things we didn't do, and then we beat ourselves up about it. And then, all, and then two weeks from now, we go, oh my gosh, time blocking doesn't work for me, and then we stop doing it. So I think it's extremely important that when you set a goal, when you schedule something or put things on your calendar, you always have to have, there's a goal, we know what the overarching goal is, and yet what is the minimum in order for us to say we win? So there's, I like to, to refer to it as a min goal, a minimum win and a maximum win, the min goal and the max goal. So I absolutely love that. Absolutely key. So Amanda, what are you grateful for today? What are you working what on? Any challenge? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Who was that? Oh, sorry, Linnell. Your mic is hot. Just going to give you super quick. No, you're good, sis. It's all good. Amanda, what are you grateful for today? What are you working on? Any challenge? Yeah, thank you. So I am extremely grateful. Um, uh, you know, some of you know that I just recently moved my mom to Florida from the small town that I was in in Alabama, and we've got her house listed. Yay, it's going to close on Thursday. And so I've had an amazing month of spending just quality time with her. I said I wasn't going to travel in December. And so that's what I've been doing. So I'm so grateful because today is her birthday. And I cannot remember the last time I was actually with her on her birthday. Um, so she is 55 today. And this was, you know, 
young single mom who had me raise three kids. And so it's just been extremely uh, incredible and fulfilling to be able to hang out with her this month and have her move here and no stress on her shoulders or anything and just enjoy time with her. And so today we are going to spend the day celebrating her. However, I do have a couple of things that I need to get done. Uh, one of which is I'm launching a podcast in uh, January. And so I've got a few people that I need to get my link out to for my first few interviews. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is I've got to narrow down. I've got two CRMs that I'm looking at and I've got to narrow it down to one and commit to it so that next week I can start implementing that. Very interesting. So I think the advice you just gave me, I'm going to give right back to you too. I would probably grab some type of project management software and I would put some key points or markers that you want to hit. I'm actually doing it right now with a huge summit that we have coming up in February where like, I need to review the booth representatives. I need to make sure the content is on the platform and all these things. And I want to make sure they're done by certain deadline dates. And then also use an accountability partner, just my two cents, um, you know, for the platform and launching the podcast and the YouTube thing, like use somebody like me, right. And, you know, throw your dates at me. I'll throw them in my calendar and I'll hold you accountable. Does that help? Oh my gosh, that was extremely helpful. And you don't know how much I appreciate you because just get prepared, my friend. They will be coming. Uh, I believe it. So I'm going to toss this hot mic right at Alexander's face. Alexander, I want to know, what are you grateful for today? What are you working on? And any challenges? And then I'll have Amanda jump in. And <laughs> I love it. They got them ready for it. And no flasher mic if you're here. Okay, so right now I am incredibly grateful for the fact that I am in the home that I grew up in. Uh, with my mom and my dad and my brother and his wife and my wife and kids and my niece and nephew and that we get to hang out all together just having familia time the only thing i'm sad about is that my sister's not here with her family um because they're in denver so what am i grateful for what's what was the, what were the other two i'm so sorry what are you grateful for what are you working on and any challenges yeah so one of the things that i'm really working on right now and it was part of why me and ramon had a call earlier this week is i really want to make sure that i am branding myself uh, to the best possible way so that i have uh, i can put my best foot forward in all the goals that i have oh we got a thursday can be stored in the refrigerator hello uh, i got okay. it <laughs> It's Hot Mike Thursday. I'm here for it. Hot Mike. Uh, so yeah, so basically my what I'm working on is branding myself effectively without sounding pitchy. And what I feel. Oh, no, the Matrix, the Matrix. He's in the metaverse. Myself even bigger. Glenn. I can. Sorry. No, I said you okay. dropped you dropped into the metaverse for a second. So we heard brand, you want to be branding yourself, and then you correct effectively without sounding pitchy. And one of the one of the things that I'm 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 needing some extra eyes, or maybe I have opportunities for growth in, is actually being consistent in creating the funnels that allows me to um, flow and touch all the different contact. Excuse me, clients and potential clients that are in my life making sure that I'm giving him multiple touches. So through email, through social media, through uh, text messages, et cetera. Okay. I so got I you. So Amanda, you yeah, I was going to say, I absolutely love this and act and I'm going to, um, I'm going to coin the, the book, the millionaire real estate agent. So this is really a blueprint for any business that wants to net a million dollars. So it doesn't just have to be real estate. And in the millionaire real estate agent, they fo focus heavily on your database and how you can capitalize on it. So what Gary says in the book is that 
there is a, a, a 12 to two ratio for every 12 people that you have in your database that you are touching effectively and loving on, you should get two pieces of business. One would be a direct referral and the other would be someone that they refer to you. So if we think about that ratio in our database and we go back to you, what I said, you have to touch them effectively. And what Gary says effectively is, is 36 times a year. And that can be comprised of email, text, phone call, client events, um, mailers, uh, birthday cards, anniversary cards, holiday cards. So here's what I would recommend. If you want to be touching them effectively, what does your 36 touch program look like? And I would build it out for the entire year. So I'm going to send one email a month and it's going to have this in it and it needs to have really great content in it. And then I'm also going to have four calls a year. I'm going to call all of my core people once a quarter just to touch base with them and see how they're doing. And then for every person in my database, I need to capture their birthday so that once a month I'm sending them a birthday card. If I don't have their birthday for whatever reason, then it can be a handwritten note. And then if I'm going to be sending text messages, how many text messages am I going to be sending out? And go ahead and build your touch program for the entire year. So that way you know how many touches you want to make to your database. And then we can start the planning of the execution. So if I know that I'm in, and if you're someone who's going to like hold events or meetups or whatever it is that you're going to do, well, then now that we have that plan for the entire year, we can now dial it back and go, okay, for each one of these touches, how much lead time do I need? If I'm going to send out a holiday card, how much lead time do I need to create it, get it ordered, and then get it in the mail? If I'm going to do an event, how much lead time do I have to invite the people that I want to invite to it, get the venue booked or get the, what you know, whatever it is that I need. So I would highly recommend you literally put thought into what do my touches look like for the entire year so that you can scale it back and start executing was that helpful uh <laughs> yeah incredibly helpful thank you i i will need that book again i'm driving but i'll, I'll text boo so if we need to go exactly. grab coffee you know we'll we'll work this out i'll hold you accountable don't you worry I'm smiling ear to ear because, again, we don't plan any of our segments. Like, literally, Amanda and I text, like, two or three words. We're like, we're good. Let's do this. Awesome. Um, and I'm going to give you a completely different perspective, Alexander. So I know you know that I'm with Sirhan and his whole crew. So Sirhan's, like, my direct mentor. I'm one of the ambassadors for his program. There's 8,000-plus members globally, and I'm one of, like, the seven main ambassadors because I've been the canary in the coal mine, right? I helped them build a lot of the programs out, and there's a whole backstory there. But regardless – I just finished their branding course and it is absolute fire, Alexander. And I'll give you a super, super key that I got from it that I'm actually turning into a one page document for my entire team. And I'm going to have this do the every single year from a branding perspective. And it's a very simple tool, right? Of saying, you know, you want to brand yourself effectively and you want to use your voice in the most impactful way possible, right? And you want to communicate with people in that voice and attract the right, right folks. Well, here's a methodology that you can use to figure out what that voice is. So the first thing is you got to figure out your what, right? Like I'm a real estate agent and what? Like most people would know me for say real estate and media. That was the and that they gave me was media. So you need to figure out what that is. Now, once you figure out what say your two core competencies would be, the next most powerful thing you can do is talk to three people that are close to you, like could be family, could be friends, and talk to maybe three past clients and just send them this simple email. Say, hey, I'm working on my branding for next year. What three adjectives would you use to describe me? I would really appreciate it. You know, I'm just trying to get an outward view of myself so that I can provide the most value and I'll buy you coffee, blah, blah, blah. I did that process and I can tell you one of the most impactful things 
I've ever done because I got words about me that I never even thought. And I actually dropped it in our group chat in the organization for the other agents. So every day I would say, hey, what does everybody think about Mark? And everybody would drop their three words. The really cool thing is once you get those three words, you'll have a basis for now the visual brand that you should be representing. And you can go as far as getting into, say, the color science and the font science of it. So you can say, well, trusted was a word that came up for me. I know blue is on the color science wheel for trust. And maybe I'll pick the other two words and really get a you know, visual color representation of what your brand should look like. And I would say, Alexander, you are one of the most energetic people I know. You are super empathetic and loving, and you've got energy for days. So if I took those three adjectives, now I have a visual representation of who you are from a content perspective. The cool thing is there's actual font science around what type of typeface you should be using consistently across your platforms. Now think about how powerful your visual brand is you can put it into something as simple as a newsletter like Ramon talked about. My newsletter generates more business. I'd say it's probably my newsletter and Google and YouTube combined that provide the most organic business ever because it just keeps me in touch with people. The last piece I'm going to give you, Alexander, that I think you would be exceptional at is newsletters are good, but one-to-one -one touches are everything. Here's a super hack that I learned last year, and it's made a big difference. Instead of text messaging people, Use Instagram. Builders, developers, people that I want to get to know, I DM them on Instagram. Why? Because then when they respond, because I'm actually having a conversation with them, not sending them, you know, two thumbs up and a poop emoji, I'm usually actually talking to them and they respond, Instagram then serves my content to them. So why would I text message them when my text message company is not going to send them any of my content after? Meanwhile, I have a, a messaging platform right there on IG that you can really build that sphere. So I just wanted to layer that on top. Was that helpful, Alex? The, the, listen, I don't even know if I can tell you how helpful and how aligned. I've been blessed to have Amelia Antonetti as a personal friend and mentor. And it aligned with, like, she's the queen of this. And you align so much with what she's saying. It's so powerful. This is my only thing. I, and, I, and, I, and I, you know, I, I love all this. I, like, thinking of writing a newsletter literally makes me want to, like, vomit. Like, I'm like, ugh, that's just not me. How can I create a touch that is still newsletter-esque, but still within who I am as a human? Because I'm not a newsletter writer, right? Like, that's not something I would, like, I understand for you and your business as a real estate agent, it makes sense. Yeah. For me and my business, it doesn't necessarily, there's not necessarily something I have to write about. So how can I turn that newsletter-style touch into something that is similar, but not the same? So if you go to my Instagram account and tap uh, justinconifer.com slash resources, sign up for that one. And that's, that's actually not my real estate business at all. That's more what you're talking about, right? It's, it's the non-pushy, non-greasy. There's no sales. Like I, I just, I'm like the anti-sales salesperson. And if you want to look at the framework of that, that has been very effective for me because it's all content driven. Like I'm going to drop the replay of what I did yesterday in that for next week. The other thing I would say, Alexander, is go and find people that you admire and sign up for their newsletters because I bet you there's probably three or four people out there that you hold to a very high regard that are doing newsletters in a way that speaks to you because you admire them, right? So don't reinvent the wheel. I would be a consumer of newsletters first and then find one that you like the framework of and then build from there. Amanda, any thoughts on this question? Well, I was just thinking because I know that your beautiful face has no problem with video. Could we not turn a newsletter into a video letter? 
<clears throat> that's what I would do. I would get in front of the camera and like, I can only use an example from real estate. So you'd have to figure out what this is yet in a newsletter for real estate. The things that we would be highlighting are like, obviously some type of update what's happening in the market. Very, that's a small portion of what it is though. Then we would do like things that are happening in the community. So maybe events that are coming up, how people can access them, what the special things that are happening. We would also put in our newsletter, like any of the preferred partners that we worked with, we would always do like a partner spotlight. So anyone who was a preferred partner of ours or who had a strategic, strategic, excuse me, I can't talk, strategic partnership with us knew that at some point to our entire database, we were going to blast out a newsletter that had them as a spotlight. And then we might do some tip that would help you sell a home or some tip that you might need in this market to buy a home. It would be comprised of a whole bunch of different things. So my question to you would be, how do you translate that to what it is that you're doing? And instead of putting it in a newsletter, could you create a monthly video that you're sending out that highlights a whole bunch of things that people can click on and watch? Oh my God, you guys. Okay, first off, like I owe you both coffee. So Amanda, I'm gonna do that in person ASAP. Justin, you're amazing. That That's definitely what I need to do. That absolutely aligns. And I'm going to ask one last question, not to commandeer, but taking the whole Gary V, right, you know, jab, 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 right hook mentality, I have now, five years later, feel like my left arm is about to fall off and I'm not always taking the right hooks. How do we make the shifts from adding so much value through newsletters, through all these touches, but still making sure that we don't forget to take the right we got Kim Walsh Phillips. You on mic? You want to answer? Open mic, so I'll just mute it really quick. I'm here. I I'm here. No, I wasn't on mic, but I what? I don't know how that happened. I didn't touch my phone, but I would love to answer it. So that was maybe a God thing. Um, <clears throat> so we want to believe, right? We need to believe. We need to know that the things that we offer, the opportunities to work with us, are always going to be of service. So when I, it actually pains me to think of the sales opportunity as the time that we are punching them in the face. Because when we are offering them an opportunity to work with us, we are giving them the greatest gift of service ever, right? So what I like to think of it instead is don't ever sell on the app ever. There's no reason for it. Instead, offer an opportunity to connect in a way that can be of absolute service. So it may be encouraging them to have a one-to-one -one conversation for a conversation to see how you might be able to work together. It may be to invite them to an event or a webinar or simply subscribe to something. But every single time that you do, it is done when it is done out of service, it is never a right hook um, because it is only done in a purpose of love, which is exactly what all of you are for. Kim Walsh Phillips, done speaking. I absolutely killed it, Kim. That that's the answer, Alexander. I think, you know, you can you can ask without asking and you know, people show up. Uncle G is in the house and I remember when he was on Clubhouse, what, probably about a month or so ago and he was, you know, dropping one of his courses and he gave a crazy discount. I pulled over and I bought the course and my, my wife saw it pop up and she's like, Oh, you're you're doing the negotiations course. I'm like, for sure. I'm like, it's no different than supporting a musician or a band that you love, right? Like he comes in this app all the time drops content and i'm like i'll buy the cd right i'll support what he's doing too and, and i'll get a ton of value from the course as well so uncle g do you want to address his question alexander was saying like he feels like he just keeps jab jab jabbing and he's never asking so how do you incorporate that into your 
You know, <clears throat> thank you guys for having me, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody, if I don't get around to, to telling you that before this next couple of days. Um, pulling for everybody here. I, I, I would just tell you that I, I have gotten very used to simply um, – a little contrary to some of the advice already, but, I, you know, the Bible says, asking you shall receive. Some Somewhere that was written. And – I, I've never had anybody just buy from me. People don't just buy stuff from me. If, if you know, if I woke up there in the morning and just because I came out and showed up every day and I'm a good dude and I created some good content and people just all of a sudden call me and say, hey, please sell me, you know, uh, sign me up for your whatever. That's just never happened to me. I've been playing this game for 35 years. Uh, I've been creating content uh, for companies and individuals for a long time. And we've sold over a billion dollars worth of uh, courses and tickets and books and audio programs over the Internet. And I can just tell you, nobody's ever just simply called me without me telling them over and over again, here's what you get. This is what it'll do. This is what it costs. This is where you get it. Go there and sign up now. <clears throat> so <clears throat> if you guys have a trick to doing that at scale, um, where you don't have to ask and you can just do the jab jab. The jab is so that you can buy. So, um, you know, I have to monetize now. I can't, I can't do what Gary did and monetize sometime in the future. I don't have a partner that's funding my business. I don't have a Stephen Ross, you know, putting up money to get me to the next level. I need that money now. Most of you here are probably in a situation that I am. You're having to buy Christmas gifts this month, uh, make a house payment or rent this month, feed yourself this month, and you probably don't have a partner funding you, which means you got to monetize. So I, I, I truly believe, last thing I'll say on this, I truly believe that I have not serviced my customer until they transact with me. I don't, I don't believe me just inspiring helping sharing is actually i haven't completed the relationship that that the customer the prospect uh when they transact with me now they've really agreed for us to have a bit of a partnership that that somehow um you know uh sanctifies that okay now this is a real relationship now you're exchanging something with me i'm not just exchanging something with you I appreciate that so much. And I mean, like I said, people have a weird relationship. When somebody asks if they feel one way or another about it, that's a them problem, not a you problem, right? I think you asked, and, and that's why I turned around and I bought the negotiation course. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.